for a land of gold of such abundance to have existed in ancient times, how exactly did they dig into the mountains like we do today? Well, they did not have to in the Philippines, for gold was at their very fingertips. Wait till you see this. Welcome to 100 Clues. The Philippines is the ancient land of gold known as Ophir in the Bible and history. No, it's no fable, and this has already been proven in full in the God Culture Solomon's Gold series. At the request of many viewers, we have pulled out 100 compelling clues, really proofs or evidences, from this research in which we will highlight briefs of the most compelling points, and yes, there are over 100. These videos are for those who have not had time to watch Solomon's Gold series, or for review, though, especially this video is expanded information, but easy to share to friends and family, especially skeptics, whom we welcome. This brief video cannot replace that 50-video series, nor prove the way that it does, but this will be very effective nonetheless. So go there for full evidence. But now, part 21 of our series, 100 Clues, The Philippines is Ophir, one clue at a time. Many ask us about the sources we use. We source every slide virtually. If we ever miss one or you ever need more detail, email us at thegodculture at gmail.com. We try to respond to everyone. Now, how do we know Pigafetta's journal is reliable? I mean, can we really say that? Indeed, we operate from an English translation, but one very well attested. From the Library of Congress in the U.S., this manuscript volume dating from around 1525 details Ferdinand Magellan's voyage around the world in 1519 through 22. The work is attributed to Antonio Pigafetta, a Venetian or Italian scholar who was born in Vincenza, Italy. Funny, some scholars actually don't think he knows what a gondola looks like, yet he was born in Venice, or close to it, huh. around 1490, and who accompanied Magellan on the voyage. Pigafetta kept a detailed journal, the original, original of which is lost. However, an account of the voyage written by Pigafetta between 1522 and 1525 survives in four manuscript versions, one in Italian and three in French. This version in French is from the library of Yale University, so it's in the U.S., and is the most complete and handsomely produced of the four surviving manuscripts. It includes 23 beautifully drawn and illuminated maps. Pigafetta's work is important not only as a source of information, about the voyage itself, but also includes an early Western description of the people and languages of the Philippines. Therefore, should be taught in full in every school. Of the approximately 
240 men who set out with Magellan. Pigafetta was one of only 18 who returned to Spain. Wow. Well, where did they all die? Many of them in the Philippines, because the Philippines did not accept what they were demanding. Magellan himself was killed on April 27, 1521, in a battle on Mactan Island, the Philippines, which Pigafetta witnessed and recounts in this work. Yes, he was killed by Filipinos, and it was war, largely. This story is fascinating, as most of its details you may not have heard before especially the very first battle in which the Philippines attacked the Spanish with an armada of over 200 ships. Oh, by the way, some as large as the Spanish ships. Now that's according to Antonio Pigafetta himself. Yep, that's what he says. Also, one of the other three originals in Italian is actually found in the British Museum. And it appears the third one is, if it's still there, in the Lorenzo da Pont Italian Library. Not sure about the other one, but likely well accounted for as well. Some have demanded we get originals of these, but we'll let them go buy it from Yale University. Good luck with that. You can do that yourself, especially since we don't even understand French nor Italian, so it would do us absolutely no good. This is a very well-documented history, and no scholar would legitimately dispute Pigafetta's journal is, in fact, history. None. Pigafetta describes something unthinkable here. We'll show you two translations in English. This first one by Lord Stanley of Alderley. In the island belonging to the king who came to the ship. That's Butuan, by the way. There are mines of gold. So was there gold in the Philippines? Yeah! A little bit? Oh no, 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 no. And if you read his writings, it's very clear. But let's just read this. Which they find in pieces as big as a walnut or an egg. Wow! By seeking in the ground. Whoa. You mean even at the time of Magellan, in 1521 or whatever, gold was still so plentiful in the Philippines that they were able to get it by seeking into the ground? Let's look at the other translation just to make sure this jives and makes sense. Pieces of gold the size of walnuts and eggs are found by sifting the earth in the island, Mindanao, of that king, Butuan, who came to our ships. Dude, this is huge. And this is history. Documented history and really proven out by the abundance, overwhelming, massive abundance of gold in the land of the Philippines. Now, this one is the one from the Lorenzo de Pont Italian Library, or at least it's translated from that. Now, the two accounts are essentially the same, but imagine reaching down and sifting the ground 
and coming up with a gold nugget the size of a chicken egg or a walnut? Wow! Also, imagine how much more abundance there was in Ophir. In the days of the Queen of Sheba and King Solomon, in 1000 BC, 2500 years earlier. Oh, wait a minute. And even more than that, in 2200 BC, 1200 years before that, when Ophir, Sheba, and Tarshish returned to the land of Adam and Eve, ancient Havilah. Then, oh, wait. Think about the massive abundance Moses writes of in Genesis 2 in the days of Adam and Eve. And even before that, at creation itself, as it is the land of creation. Now, that's a thought. Some may say, well, I don't see that today. I can't go out in my backyard and just find gold. Although we've heard stories that some have. But regardless, is it that plentiful today? No. Yet it's still number two on all of Earth. How about that? But it's a lot harder to get. And it requires mining equipment in many cases, although there's still panning in rivers and certainly times where people will pick it up in the river. It happens, but it's very, very rare. But we're talking many thousands of years here. That's not a surprise. Perhaps not everyone, but there are certainly people who have found gold in the shallows of rivers in the Philippines still today. We've heard stories from several, and we believe that they are true. However, that, too, is not new. Here are two more, and these are oral legends, okay? They're not recorded history. This isn't Pigafetta, whose journal is sitting there in three museums. No, 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 this, this isn't that, okay? Let's just call it what it is, but it's support. And we do this every now and then as extra support, and sometimes people try to blast these things. Give me a break. We just showed you in history that this is fact. Now... Check out these two legends, though. We have no date for either, and no, we would never say they stand on their own, no. But they affirm what Pigafetta wrote about. There's an oral legend in the Philippines about the Datu, basically a leader, who became a tortoise, a turtle. Now, regardless of its ultimate origins, it certainly is fascinating in light of Pigafetta's journal. Now, this story's fiction. This is not actually true necessarily, although we don't know that either. In the story, Bu Yang Abao has two wives, one he neglects for the other, which is the reason he is turned into a turtle or tortoise Later, yes, we know the difference between the two. However, in fictional writings and children's stories, many times tortoise turtle are really the same thing. To the right, we pulled out an illustration page from Choose Philippines showing the two wives, which we featured on our cover, which says, During that time, gold can be seen on shallow areas. Interesting. In the version from... Ancient Philippine stories, realities, myths, Buyong Abao often went to collect gold in the shallow areas of the sea. There you go, a second time. And then later in the same story, 
Buyong Abao will go collect the gold from the shallow waters with Matang Ayong. Though legend, locals have passed this down, indicating gold was once available at one's fingertips, just as Pigafetta records historically, even seen in view without even panning in the shallows. And here's another legend, just to affirm it one more time. In the legend of Pearls of Mindanao, the young man was a fisherman, and he also collected gold from the shallows. He was saving what he got for their marriage. So that's three references in history that the Philippines had gold so abundant they did not require mining equipment, but just to reach down and pick it up from the shallows. That is significant. And yet another clue that the Philippines is indeed the ancient land of gold, Ophir and Havila. Good luck finding these kinds of legends and especially recorded history documented anywhere else on earth. As we keep saying, there is no debating. The Philippines is the land of gold in all of history. It is time this knowledge be restored. For those about to comment in ignorance, yep, we always get them, we dare you to watch Solomon's Gold series by The God Culture, the original channel, to prove the Philippines is in fact Ophir. Even here, we are breaking these into sound bites and clear points, but watch how all 100 clues tie together in history, the Bible, science, geography, language, etc. And this series will blow your mind. Thank you for watching 100 Clues. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to click the bell and like us on our new Facebook, The God Culture Space Hyphen Space Original. Yes, unfortunately, Facebook makes us spell that out because people are having a hard time finding it otherwise, unfortunately. But that will change. If you wish to skip ahead, go to the God Culture YouTube channel and watch their Solomon's Gold series in English or Tagalog. There will be a link on the next screen. We can know this truth and be confident this belongs to the Philippines and no one can disprove it. Until next time.